0: Are you ready for some high-octane competition? It's Twisted Metal.
1: twisted metal how,
0: how are how are you
1: oh you know new godzilla anime came out today of recording and godzilla versus khan comes out uh basically the day this episode will drop so uh riding high riding high
0: <laughs> are you able to um comprehend what is happening in the japanese uh, subs of God, the Godzilla anime. Um, I had a, I
1: had a good enough sense when I watched the episode earlier and, uh, I was happy with the first episode. General sense. Uh, definitely some a stuff good, was a little lost. A on Good me, enough but sense. Yeah. Good enough sense. Yeah.
0: You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, a wherever you get your podcast from, you can follow us. It's at, at it's so bad pod at, on the Twitter. It's so bad pod at gmail.com is the email address. And yes, we are adding this week Twisted Metal, the original Twisted Metal, um, the release from 1995 to the endless list of video games. It will be our 117th entry. Um, last week we added, what game did we add last week? Super, Super Hot! Super Hot at number 49. And yes, Twisted Metal, November 1995, developed by Single Track, uh, published by Sony Computer Entertainment one of the it was not a launch game for the PlayStation 1 but it was very close to launch. So the PlayStation 1 came out in September of 1995 Ooh. um and it came out with like Rayman, Wipeout, um and I think a couple other games. Destruction Derby came out in October. Um so it was it was right in the launch window as they say now. Sure. <coughs> um it was an American developed game, so it was very much America in your face, like what America was known for at the time, it is a vehicular combat game,
1: yep yeah, I think uh, um you you could this is the video game version of a uh, jolt soda is what is what this was
0: yeah, um and I think they described it as they were trying to like cross Super Mario Kart with like Mortal Kombat and a little bit of doom in there as well um. So I think they accomplished that when they were making this game. But yeah, this game was designed by a David Jaffe. David Jaffe is known for now being the game director of the first two God of War games. Oh, yeah. But back then, he was the the Twisted Metal guy. Uh,
1: But yeah, 1995 was a weird weird year in video games. movie producer turned video game creator. (laughs) Oh, was, was he a movie producer as well? So he wanted to uh, his dream was to like write, direct and produce movies. And that wasn't really taking off. And like the way he kind of got his foot in the door with Sony is that he got a job as a, uh, game tester for Sony ImageSoft, And that was like kind of like his introduction. Cause he like literally needed to like pay his bills. And that was like his, uh, introduction to, um, video games, which ult- ultimately led him to working on, uh, twisted metal. But, uh, I think, like, it was very unclear what it was going to be at the time, or what his first game project was going to be, I think it was, like, I mean, you might have more handy about this, but I think it was, like, unclear if he was going to be working on, like, what was still going to be, like, a 2D, 16-bit style, like, beat up or platformer, but then I think he got, like, kind of linked up with, like, a group that did, um, like, 3D military sims and stuff like that, and that's kind of where, like, the path towards, like, Twisted Metal and a uh, PlayStation launch title, like kind of began, I think, is my understanding.
0: Yes. Yeah, he did work on um, Cliffhanger and Mickey Mania. um, Right. The Cliffhanger video game that came out on Sega CD and, like, Super Nintendo. Um, He also worked on Mickey Mania, which is a Genesis game. Um, But, yeah, he uh, was working with Sony when they were launching their console to, like, try to get money to fund a project, I guess, Um, because I don't think Sony had, like, development studios at that time. Or if they did, they weren't specifically focused on the PS One. So yeah, his team partnered with a uh, dev studio out of Utah called Evans and Sutherland, um, which did military simulators. Um, And they uh, and yeah, it was really it was a weird time in video games, right? Because 3D was first coming out, and if you think about it, the jump from 2D to 3D was like a big step for developers. Like added a lot of complexity in terms of the games they were trying to design. And like people who were in the scene just didn't know how to make 3D games. Mm. So I think that's why they approached Evans and Sutherland who had experience working on these military simulators, which were primarily I think like flight simulators with like big cockpits and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they needed, they needed help. The same thing happened with like Nintendo. Nintendo needed to work with, um, I know for super Mario 64, they had to work with Silicon graphics, the people who made the chips in order to understand how they could make 3d worlds because no one had experience making 3d, uh, games at the time. So, I mean, this was like one of the first like real 3d games, um, where you can move all around an mm-hmm. environment. So it was, and it, it, and it shows. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say
1: it shows. It's, uh, uh I got to look this up. Um, So, I, okay, so I was a big fan of MechWarrior 2 on the PlayStation, which also came out in 1995, and I feel like that, while still not great, like, looks so much easier on the eyes than, uh, than this game does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's tough when they make, like, those, they try to make detailed textures, and they're all different colors, and it just kind of, it's like a muddy color, um, as opposed to just making like a sky in the ground, which where one's green and one's blue. Right, you yeah. Know, it, when you have a background that's dark and you're making buildings and stuff and they're trying to put details when you can't really put details in because the textures, uh, there's not enough memory to, to process that stuff and none of the graphics cards aren't there. It just makes it so that the game looks... The game looks like a PS1 game. Well, we I, I, read when, PS1 game.
1: I read that like, when Jaffe presented like the pretty much near-finished product to like whoever he had to present it to in Sony, that like the comment that came back to him was like, one of the finished graphics going in, and the graphics were finished. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so maybe that's a testament to uh, the puke palette that is, uh, even for 1995, maybe it was not the most appealing looking game but
0: yeah i uh, mean this company was also single track the development studio was also given it was given a two million dollar advance from sony to work on two games um right for the launch and the first game was project firestorm which was twisted metal the other game was project red mercury which ended up being warhawk have you ever played warhawk no Yeah, I haven't either, but it was one of the, that was like, I think one of the launch games when that game first came, Hmm. when that system first came out. And also like one of the first things when people saw that, they were like, oh shit, these people are legit. Like, (sighs) PlayStation, Sony, because Sony wasn't a video game developer at the time, right? right? So, and like, and unproven, and there were people who came out and always failed, (sighs) like, uh NEC made the Turbo Graphics and it came to the United States and it failed. It did well in Japan, failed in the United States. Uh 3DO came out like right around this time and like flopped like crazy. CDi came out, flopped. So people were like, "What's what's Sony going to do? Are they actually going to make this this console?" So it was interesting. Interesting time in video games. But yeah, this game um originally titled Urban Assault. And then they <laughs> moved of, to Cars many. and Rockets. <laughs> Yeah, and then they moved to they changed the name to Cars and Rockets, and then they changed the name to High Octane.
1: Um according which, to um I think it was the what I read in the cutting room floor, which is a great site, that uh they must have been really married to that Urban Assault game, because a lot of the files like in the directories and like the guts of the game, like either begin or end with like a UA for Urban Assault.
0: That's funny. They probably just kept it in there after all yeah. the time. Nobody bothered <laughs> yeah. to change it. Yeah, so when it was high-octane, though, they um, filmed FMV scenes, which aren't in the game, for the ending. <laughs> um, and so they filmed individual endings for each of the cars, um, which you can now see. They actually included all of the videos uh, on the PS2 release of Twisted Metal Head-On, which I believe was originally a PSP game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, they, they took them out because they were deemed too offensive. And I'm, I'm I was watching them, and I'm like... These aren't that bad.
1: <laughs> I thought it was because they were just so low quality for the most part. But I think I think now in retrospect yeah. they're kinda <laughs> they're offensive. Eh, uh, both, a little bit. Some of them are a little offensive content wise, but uh, they kind of are offensive on the rest of your senses overall. Like <laughs> I mean, I feel like we got to talk about it like a little bit. Like Calypso, maybe. Being the, oh, I don't know, where to start. So, like, every ending is kind, of, is kind of framed kind of the same. Whoever you have won twisted metal with pulls into Calypso's garage or whatever that he's, like, sitting in. And Calypso is surrounded by, like, four girls in bathing suits and, like, two or three, like, bodyguards that are just, like, super, like, you know, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, juiced, uh... <laughs> uh shirtless guys holding machine guns with buzz cuts very 90s buzz cuts flanking him and calypso is just to be like burned And like the mask that he's wearing is like it's like a carrot top wig it has
0: it has like a weird outline around it yeah too. like it, a white outline around it
1: Your it mask. like looks like they got like a carrot top mask well, first it looks like they got like a burnt face mask, put the burnt face on the guy. Then they put the carrot top mask on the guy. Because it <laughs> looks like he's wearing two masks. And uh, I, I will say, I actually think the guy who plays Calypso, I think he does a fine job his, Excellent. in his role. I can't say the yeah. same for everybody else, except for maybe the like, old guy in the taxi cab. I thought, I thought he was Okay. But uh, um, yeah, there's he tries to uh, fulfill their wishes, and um, boy, there is some some bad acting from there on out.
0: Yeah, um, the best. So, Sweet Tooth has like a hostage in his his ice cream truck. I didn't realize that that was a thing. And then she like tries to escape, and she does, and it's it's weird. That's weird. Um, there's also like two that. That are also very strange one of them is looking for a flight recorder to take it back to the government the other one is like um, looking to take get the flight recorder to, to take it to the public and it's like a recording of like a UFO crash or right. something like that
1: right so did you notice what I told you when I sent <laughs> when I sent you the videos that like it's the dude in the red car I always forget his name he's trying to find it to uh, release it to the public Crimson Fury right so like he's 007 yeah so like you never see yes. his car you never see the actor like his ending. It's just like it's like from the camera point of view, pulls into the garage. Somebody says his lines off screen. They use the same stock <laughs> footage from the other ending where it's like, oh, here's like the flight recorder or whatever. And they just play a different dialogue. And then the camera just like reverses out. Like I was like, so they didn't even have like an actor to, like in a car at this
0: point to well, play that. His car, <laughs> his car is like a Lamborghini, so they like <laughs> would blow did, the Put it in there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's funny, yo. Crimson Crim, Crimson Fury is just 007. and whenever you select him or when he does his special move, it go it does like the 007 jingle. So that's uh. And he's definitely 007, but he's not called 007. Then, like, Roadkill is just Mad Max. Um, yeah, so there's a bunch of just straight-up tropes in this game, which are funny. Hammerhead, the ending for Hammerhead, the monster truck, is uh, is 2 – they're two bros, and they're like, yeah. we don't have a wish. because So the whole thing is – I don't think we even explained this. Everybody's in this car, vehicular combat tournament. Um, in order to get one wish from Sweet uh, from Calypso, who's like the head of this tournament, which the tournament takes place in uh, on Christmas Eve in two thousand five, <laughs> um, run by Calypso, the a man who dwells beneath the streets of Los Angeles. Uh, this pl- this takes place in Los Angeles supposedly, um, and yeah. So Hammerhead, when they win, if you win the game with them in the FMV scene that they filmed, um, they. They don't have a wish, and and they just go, "We want babes," yeah. and they just get the girls, and they drive off. Yeah. But the rest of them are all like monkey's paw. Every single one of them monkey's paw thing. Right. I forget. There's one that's just like, I wish this this tournament would end. And then oh, the so the, the, just cop. Makes the cop, the, the cop thrown. He, he gets like thrown <laughs> yeah. into
1: space. So what we're referencing here, Out, was, outlaw. Yeah, I was like, what we're referencing here is like. Like I said, these, are like the. You can find them, like, on YouTube as, like, Twisted Metal The Lost Endings. And, like, I highly recommend watching them because, like, oh my god. They're so campy. Like, the dude who wants to, uh. uh was it? He wants to go back to, like, Vietnam or something like that. Or, like, oh, I guess it would be, like, the Desert Gulf or something like that. Although, they're, I don't know. He wants to go back to, like, whatever, like, the newest. I guess it was, like, the Jungle Gulf or something like that. That must have happened in 2000 at that time. But uh, he, like, wants to go back and, like, save his platoon. And then it's, like, it cuts back to, like, the worst, worst, like, uh, like military war scene you will ever see. Like, it looks like they went to, like, <laughs> someone's backyard and tried to, like, film, like a, like, a, I don't know, like an army platoon type scene. But, um... Yeah, but, like, in the actual game, the endings are all just text over, like, a, a still yeah. shot of the Calypso actor. <laughs> which right, is... right. But, like, they're less monkey's paw in the, um, that was a good way to put it, like, they're less monkey's paw in the, uh, actual game. Most of them, like, you just kind of grants the wish, like, as is, like, a few, like, kind of come back to haunt, like, the, the wisher, but, like, two of them actually undo Calypso. Like Mr. Grimm is the Grim Reaper and he wishes for uh, Calypso's soul and then he rides off with them. And then um the dark side, that is that the truck?
0: Yeah, that's I, the big truck. mad yeah, truck.
1: Yeah. Uh he wishes for like black the demon to like come back home with them and that like robs calypso of his powers, and that's like the end of Calypso. And I was like,
0: eh, it's kinda cool. Yeah, and um Darkseid is just totally Paul Bearer. He's got he's got like the urn, and he's like he opens the urn. It's not I don't yeah. know what it is. It's just a container. I but it's like a combination I don't know of why that. No.
1: Uh, I think it was was it Steven Spielberg's like first movie, the horror movie with like the truck, the unseen truck driver who menaces the guy like on the oh, road. I always I always thought Darkseid yeah. was like a reference to that, and um, and then I thought the rest oh, of the game probably. overall is like was Death Race. Was it Death Race twenty twenty? I think is what it's called, or two thousand, or whatever. But yeah,
0: um, yeah. So I mean, it was definitely this game was definitely influenced by Mad Max. I think the 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 idea for it was also like the guy who was making these games was making sixteen big games at the time, and he was definitely playing the battle mode in Mario Kart, and he was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna make this game, but make <laughs> it more like edgy, yeah, more nineties. <laughs> So uh, it was completed on an eight hundred and fifty thousand dollar budget, which is absurd for twenty twenty one standards. Um, <laughs> also, the, the, it was developed developed as a single player game, and they added a multiplayer game in a weekend. Like, just one guy went to the office and was like, "I want to fuck around with this." I mean, and that's the best
1: part of this game. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, with that bit hard to do? But yeah, I mean, I think that's probably my memories of it is probably well. I more played the second one and third and fourth ones that I played this but I did get this as like a novelty to like complete my set back in the day but like I don't know I remember playing this with like friends as a kid going like yeah that's like the appeal of this game it's like the Mortal Kombat of Mario Kart I guess for lack right, of a better term Right?
0: yeah um, what else was going to say oh one thing I didn't mention about the development of this game too is I, I said that they were developing Warhawk at the same time um, they developed these games on the same code base. Um, so at one point they had the Warhawk in the game and you could shoot and bomb cars <laughs> in like a multiplayer game. But they took it out at one point yeah. and they were like, this is this is unbalanced. But yeah, the, the whole game is you. There's six different levels um, and you have to work your way through uh, these different arenas. There's are six different arenas. Um and each level has a number of enemies. It could be one, it could be three, it could be four. Um, and you work your way around it. One level, the first level is an arena. The second level is like um, a city block. And the, then there's like one on the roof where you can fall down and die. Mm-hmm. Um, you get different weapons. So you have you have your machine guns. You have your fire, ice, homing, power, and rear missiles. Uh, you can drop spikes and mines. Uh, you have your special move, which are pretty lame in this one. Yeah. They get better as they go on, but... I think the the weapon I used the most when I was playing, dicking around and playing this game, was my own car, <laughs> <Just> bashing <laughs> into people. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's the. Um... I don't know if they. No, go ahead.
0: I don't know if they got away from this, but there's pedestrians in this one that have weapons that are on the street.
1: Um, I well, they didn't get away from pedestrians, but I. I think they got away from pedestrians shooting weapons. I feel like in the second one, I think they are just just there.
0: So the thing that doesn't hold up well, we mentioned the graphics, and they're one thing. I will say that I do love the aesthetic of the PS1 graphics. It's really grown on me over the course of the years. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, of course we liked it back then because it was the only thing we knew. And then as soon as PS2 came out, we're like, this shit is trash. Like, everybody just <laughs> yeah. thought that yeah. PS1 was just trash after that. And now I'm like, oh, this is, you know, it's, it's got this, like, charm to it. Yeah, like, I, think, I think it's uh, actually aged
1: like, better than, like, a lot of the Nintendo 64 graphics, like, in a way. Like, it almost... Um, I mean, to me, it seems it Depends like, on
0: the game. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. It's, you know, it's... A good PS1 game looks a lot clearer than, like, a mediocre Nintendo 64 game, right? And it, like, holds a little bit better. Um, but they look get a little blur. But this one, I think, is maybe... Not the best example of a game aging well graphically, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know. uh, I do
0: like, I I just like the aesthetic. I don't know, like clunky, like the big blocky textures and, like, the not, like, rounded edges on corners that, like, hang off and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, like, the draw distance, if you have the... You can open on your screen, you have a radar, which kind of sucks. Uh, and then you have a rear view mirror on one side of your screen, uh, which you can turn on and off. But the rear view mirror draw distance is like two feet behind you. Yeah. And then it's just like a yeah. wall of gray.
1: It um, <laughs> it really, like, there's like a suburban level, and then like anything, anything with like the burbs or like the city level, like that stuff looks. That's that stuff is rough. That stuff is like an assault on the eyes, but yeah, and it's assault on the Absolutely. AI as well as the eyes because often, like you know, your computer posts like they're trying to turn around, like they're banging into walls and stuff like that, and uh,
0: or they just go around in circles for yeah, like two, yeah. ten seconds. <laughs> It's really fun when the AI gets behind you and doesn't want to not get behind you, and you just go around in circles where they can't shoot you, <laughs> and you can't shoot them. That's real. That's real fun game. Good job. Um, but yeah, I mean, the controls are just clunky now. There was no analog stick at this point on right. the PlayStation 1, so it's all based on the uh, D-pad. Um, so if you press up on the D-pad, you go forward, <laughs> or you can hold the square button down to accelerate. And it just feels really weird in 2021. I'm sure it felt better back then when we didn't know what we were doing with 3D yeah. games yet. But yeah. it's just just feels real real clunky. Um, so yeah, just the whole and and the radar too. The radar is green with like dots on top of it. Sometimes if you're playing and the texture behind it is really uh, is a certain color that you just can't look at the the radar. Especially if stuff is, like, flashing in front of it, you just, because the dots are so small, it's impossible to tell what's happening on the radar. Especially if I'm colorblind a little bit. Uh, red blue blue, colorblind's just real tough. Real <laughs> tough. <laughs> sometimes.
1: Um, who did you typically play through this game as?
0: Uh, I played through, I, I played, um couple different people so i was playing as dark side i played as i'm not sure which one's the mad max oh roadkill roadkill i played as um mr grimm a little bit sweet tooth i mean as a kid i think i loved sweet tooth
1: um that was my favorite handles like ass (laughs) complete intentionally intentionally handles like ass though right Um yeah i always did mr grimm Um, mr grimm was always my go-to
0: Who's a uh, warthog? Was one that I went to as well. Yeah, Mr. Grimm's tough though because he gets fucked up by like Darkseid and the big, big heavy trucks.
1: Yeah, but he's basically Ghost Rider, and Ghost Rider was cool in the nineties because you know, nineties were fucking True. extreme. <laughs> so
0: nineties, <laughs> nineties <laughs> were fucking extreme. Listen, you, you, um, you kids,
1: it was extreme. <laughs> Take our word for it. I
0: really. Uh, I think after the first one, the guy that I really was drawn to is the guy with the two giant wheels that just stood in between. In um, uh, like the second one, isn't is he literally doing. just
1: Axel? <laughs> isn't that his name? Oh, Axel! Yeah, <laughs> that's his name.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, he's like a mainstay. Uh, that, that
1: guy was great. Um, I yeah, think after this, yeah, I, think, I think is. Warthog was like my go-to in Twisted Metal Two, w- alongside Mr. Grim. But that's Twisted Metal Two, a much better, a much better version of this game. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so they made a whole bunch of these They made four <laughs> Twisted Metal games on the PS1. Actually, they made five because they made like the mini kart racing one. Oh, yeah. That was... Uh, I forget what that's called.
1: Is uh, it like uh, a but, baby yeah, brawl, brawl or one, two, something, three, something like that? Mini s- brawl some, or baby brawl like or something but like yeah.
0: that? Um, twisted Metal. Let's look it up. Don't have it written down.
1: I apologize. <laughs> While you do that. Uh, I think it. Uh,
0: twisted. Me-
1: I think it really hit its small gro- brawl. Yeah. Okay. Twisted. Yeah. I think it like twisted really man, hit, its, hit its groove with like the third and the fourth game. I feel like those are. I don't know. Everyone talks about like the second game, but I don't know. The third game like has like the really sweet soundtrack, like much more refined gameplay. The fourth one has Rob Zombie and Calypso as uh, playable characters, so that's kind of cool. But like, but yeah, this one is like the it's the uh it's the beginnings of a franchise playstation's <laughs> oldest oldest ip oldest exclusive ip yeah. there we go yeah <laughs> so i
0: remember so i remember twisted metal 2 being good i think that's where i started um twisted metal 3 i remember being good but um i also remember being super excited and playing a lot of twisted metal black for the ps2 um I would say that like the games get way more goofy as they go along, Sure. Oh, and they yeah. become kind, of, oh, yeah. they come become like kind of like Tony Hockey, where there's like secret areas you can find in the on the levels and like objectives you can do within the thing. So you can like I think there's like an Eiffel Tower level. Oh, where that's, you can, that's like, the
1: second one uh, where you can knock down the Eiffel Tower and then yeah, and then ride down it.
0: Yeah, and you can like change, yeah, change the environments and yeah. stuff. And it gets a lot cooler. Yeah, as they yeah, go yeah. On.
1: yeah, yeah. I was I wasn't sure if the goofy. Tony Hawk comparison is actually a negative comparison. or not there at first? Oh no, yeah. it's, it's
0: it's good. It makes it way more interesting. Um, but yeah, so single track. The developer behind this would, after the second Twisted Metal, they would be taken off the Twisted Metal series, and I think it went to Nine Eight Nine Studios. Um, but they made Rogue Trip, which is another game that came out with vehicular combat game. I want to try it. People say it's good. Okay. Um, they also made Jet Moto.
1: Oh really? <laughs> After
0: this, yeah, Jet, Jet Moto one and two. So, but yeah, David Jaffe would go on to be to make God of War one and two. He also most recently made Drawn to Death. Do you remember that game? It was really like cringy. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I,
1: I, I don't remember anything about it. I remember hearing. It was like. Yeah. What was it?
0: Arena Arena FP or it was the third person or it's like a shooter, the third person or first person. I don't remember, but I just remember the voice acting and the dialogue in it was just like, like the worst over the top South Park bullshit bad
1: dialogue. So maybe it's because this guy Uh, never got into movies maybe maybe he found where he was supposed to be (laughs) if not we may like he would probably be a guy if he didn't get into video games he'd probably be a guy that'd be making video game movies that we'd be doing episodes on on this on this podcast once a month is probably where he would land
0: yeah yeah um so yeah i mean this game in 1995 probably viewed a lot differently than we view it now um We I think it's a it's clunky, it's a good it's like early 3D stuff. Um it doesn't really play very well. It's the beginning of the series that gets better as it goes on. Yeah. Um and yeah, there's a couple things that a couple in terms of like little things that I didn't like. So there's no continues, so you just have to keep repeating playing the game over (laughs) and over again. I think you only get two lives. There's passwords though, right? Every level has a password. yeah, 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 there's there's a password. I forgot about that. Um they're, the presentation is terrible. Like they should have put the FMV scenes in this game 100% because the, like the text crawls in the menus are just bad. They're yeah. like, really bad yeah. and really bland. So that's where I am with it. No, where does it I go? I agree. This is
1: like it, it it handles like ass in 2021 and like looks like ass. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and you just know that like even just like Chris Mill too also does not age su- well, super well, but it's it's light years ahead of ahead of this, and um, yeah, yeah, you know, the beginnings of something great, but today it is not great. Where does
0: this game go on our endless list, which goes from number one, Super Mario sixty four, all the way down to one hundred and sixteen, Home Alone. Last week, it added at forty nine, um, super hot. And I think a good comparison to start this discussion is Thrasher Skate and Destroy, hmm. um, which is a PS1 game from 1999. I think that game's um, an interesting game. I think it's got more interesting ideas than uh, Twisted Metal. And like, I even like Zone of oh, better. Oh, wait, better wait, than... is,
1: is that your ceiling or your floor or something in the middle? Or just a comparison is what you're making.
0: I'm just like comparison. Gotcha. So I'm just telling you my opening position gotcha. here. <laughs> I think that Zone of the Enders is a better game than this. Um, it's also a, a, like a, one of close to the launch of the PS2 game. It's a good comparison as well. But um, where do you think it goes? Um,
1: so I was actually more looking, uh, not so much for a game comparison, but thinking in game quality. I was actually more thinking somewhere between Mad World, which is 109, and X-Men, which is 103. And I guess, like, I compared it to Mad World, because, like, it's kind of the same. Like, I mean, Mad World is, like, you know, a game from 2009 or whatever that wanted to be made in 1995 with its fucking style of humor. But, uh, you know, but Twisted Bell, I think, is a better game than that. And then we go to Pit Fighter. I don't know. Pit Fighter sucks. So, <laughs> I mean, I think
0: uh, okay. I, it, it's like when I when I think about this, right? I'm like, would I rather play Monster in My Pocket than Twisted Metal? Uh, I, Probably. I
1: think yeah. I was gonna say. I think I'd rather play Monster in My Pocket because while that is like as basic as like a NES platformer comes, it is a complete, right. fine, enjoyable. It's like a Monster in My Pocket is like. A diet soda that you, a diet Coke that you have not left in the fridge. You've just kind of left it out on the counter. You drink it; it's all right, warm, but you know, doesn't really uh, change the world. Whereas, like, Twisted Metal, it's the uh, it's the can of diet Coke that you left in your car in a hot day, and it's a little too hot when you drink it. And that's that's uh, <laughs> that's like really what it what it comes down to for me it's, it's just you know we're not talking Twisted Metal too. we we're talking the original Twisted Metal. It doesn't age well. It looks like shit. It controls like shit. Um, the best thing about it, the like ridiculous campy bullshit endings, were cut from the game and replaced with text scrawls. So uh, you know, there's uh, there's not a there's not a whole lot of reason to go back and play this game unless you're playing a podcast or unless you're doing a podcast. So that's uh,
0: <laughs> that's where I'm at. And I think uh, we have a new number, (laughs) 108, on the list as I update it as we're talking about it. It's like, uh, it's the perfect spot for it. Listen, it's going to go at number 108 in between Monster in My Pocket and Pit Fighter. I would rather play Twisted Metal over Pit Fighter, but like, Twisted Metal is just like... It's just not, it's not there yet. Right. It's not a fully baked idea. Right. And so, you're right.
1: Exactly. And it's, it's the, it gets, and a they little didn't bit really know to, what
0: they were doing with 3d. Right. I was going to say. It gets a little so. bit of a
1: pass for being like the, the, the beginning of the PlayStation one. I mean, like that was like uncharted territory at the time. Like the PlayStation, right. like as like a home console for what it was like, that was, that was really, it was exciting at the time when we were kids, but, uh, yeah, I mean, not stuff that, um, necessarily aged well, but creative time. Right.
0: But Right. So we have a new number 108. It is Twisted Metal. The one thing I will say before I forget is that um I got like a PS3 like a year ago, I want to say. Um and I had never had a PS3 before that. And I've been playing my PS1 games on the PS3 and they look fucking great. So if you have a PS3, play your PS1 games on your PS3. Every PS3 will play PS1 games. Not every PS3 will play PS2 games, but every PS3 plays PS1 games. They actually in the technology of the PS3, they included all of the hardware for a PS1. Wait, it's not wait. emulation.
1: Wait, so wait, you blew my mind right now cuz I knew there was the PlayStation 3 that yes. could play the PlayStation 2 games, the one that has like the Spider-Man font. Um, but yes. I don't I don't have the Spider-Man font one. I have the other one. You're telling me that can play yes. PlayStation One discs?
0: Absolutely. Oh my Every god. PlayStation Three can play PlayStation One
1: games. I was today years old when I learned <laughs> that. Oh my god! That's like I because I had a stack of PS One games that I played my PS Two into a CRT. That's like they look like, so much. That's like they look so much to better it right now. Yes, I'm gonna play great. that. I'm gonna play it that was... MechWarrior Two game the second we get off here on my PS Three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they look. Fucking fantastic on the PS3. Oh my um, god! So yeah, you can do that now. Congratulations! <laughs> I can't. But yeah, I. It's crazy to me that they. So the original why they put, took out the PS2 stuff from the launch PS3 eventually because it was too expensive because they were literally putting all of the hardware into the PS3. It was not emulation at all, which is <laughs> hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, and really cool for Sony to do that, but also hilarious. But yes. My mind is
1: blown. Blown.
0: <laughs> Congratulations, Twisted Metal. You are now our number 108th uh, game. Chris, what is happening next week?
1: Oh my God, we're watching Blood Rain. Watching. We're not playing. We're, we're watching, watching Blood Mo- Rain. We're going to the movies. We're watching It's Blood so Rain.
0: bad. Going to the movies. <laughs> yeah. And we're watching Blood Rain. Entering the, entering the 2000s. This
1: could be standing room only on the pod for that for that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's gonna be good. They're gonna be so hanging, hanging from the rafters on that one. That is next week. Chris, I'll see you then.
1: Catch you later. Bye.